it's actually the last week of March because April actually starts this week. Um, you know, I was just thinking of a few different things to talk about this week to wrap up the month. And I'm sure because my mind's always everywhere that I probably like had points I was supposed to hit this month that I didn't, but that's kind of just my ADD will blame it on. And the fact that I'm currently trying to pass a kidney stone. So that's kind of rough. Um, but I was just doing this because I was thinking of like what kind of things I wanted to do for April because I'm always, you know, I'm a little bit of a planner and then clearly a not stick to it person too, <laughs> but, but most of the time I do. Most of the time I do. But uh, April's coming up and that's like our off month, like for homeschool. Like we homeschool for three months, we take a month off. Homeschool for three months, take a month off, you know? So basically we take off December, April, and August. And, you know, instead of doing like a summer vacation, June, July, August, we just, and I think it, it's funny because every time we reach the end of like our three months, like I could tell like, it's harder to kind of direct the kids. They're not as into it. Like they need the break. So I think it just makes more sense to do it that way. So coming up on April, I was like, oh, you know, this is kind of like my free month. I mean, not really because I have 20 million appointments, but like, what do I want to do for me this month? And part of me was like, oh, you know, I can write more because I've been putting that off because I've been focusing on appointments and homeschooling and just, you know, my crazy normal life. But then I got this weird thing where I was thinking, I'm going to check my Pinterest board out. I remember in Pinterest, like everybody loves Pinterest. It's just, you know, where people hoard ideas. I have 133 Pinterest boards and themes, if you will. And on each of those 133 boards, God, I could have a couple hundred pin things on each one. So I was like, holy shit. You know, so at first in my head, I was like, oh, I could take April and do like a Pinterest thing a day. And I'm like, I'll fucking never even get through it all. But I was going to do a couple ideas from each like little themed board, if you will. I was like, oh, I could just do something fun, like make new recipes or like go do some kind of activity. Because like I said, I just thought it'd be fun to try something new. We did that class, that free online course, The Science of Wellbeing, which was awesome. And then we did this running app that we did nine weeks worth. But then the very last run we didn't do because, again, trying to pass kidney stone currently. But um, so it's like now I'm looking for the next thing to like keep me occupied and keep me busy. And I think that that might be helpful for me. That's like my coping skill is to like stay busy, have a plan of attack. Um, I was recently talking to a friend who's you know, kind of just having a hard time. And she was saying that she likes to just sit at home. She doesn't like to interact with people at all. And it was kind of reminded me of a situation when I talked to my therapist who said people who have to be around people all day long, like they like to just have their privacy. And again, linking into that science of well-being course and my therapy uh, conversation, she was, you know, both of those people were recommending like deleting as much as you can off of social media because, you know, it can be harmful. It can be shitty if it's just like turns into something that's not fun for you anymore. And I was telling my friend about that and just saying, you know, it, it does help to cut down on your stress level when you're basically, you know, you go to work. She works at a place where she sees people all day. And Granted, I'm not at work anymore, but I still have to, I feel like I have to people all day because I have all these appointments. I have to like keep track of everything and it's just like a lot. So yeah, I just want to like get on social media for like puppies and kittens basically, you know, or if I feel like I want to read the news, I'll read the news. Like I just, I don't know how to word it, but I just don't like everything jumbled into one place right now. So it actually helped my mood improve by like radically deleting people. And uh, it's funny because I did have like 
somebody instant messaged me and say, are you mad at me? And I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. Like, I like you. You're awesome. I'm like, it's just, we don't interact daily. Like, you know, we don't text each other. We don't like interact online with each other. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's like, I can like somebody, but not want them on your social media because you want maybe just friends and family on there. And I know uh, my my girlfriend's like, yeah, I don't have anybody from work on mine. She's like, not at all. She's like, because I want to keep work and home separate, which I get that too. But uh, it was just an interesting conversation about like how people cope with things and what they do to like alleviate their stress and how sometimes when you put your boundaries up, it will upset other people. And my therapist just recently told me if people are upset, then that means that your boundaries are good. Like, you know, basically it's like you have to do what's okay for you. And, you know, that's why I cut back my hours at work. That's why I was kind of deleting some social media things. That's why, you know, my coping skills are just kind of just to keep a few people around me that make me feel good about myself, make me feel secure, safe, what have you. And I don't know, as if things are opening back up and, you know, it's been coming up on a year of COVID now and they're talking about they got rid of mask mandates in some places. I don't know what I think of that because honestly... Something I found out when I was discussing stuff with my therapist was that having COVID happen, like, place boundaries up for me. Like, if you're bad about putting boundaries up, if you're bad about letting people, like, you know, whether they're getting you to work overtime every week by guilting you into it, like, we don't have anybody. It's like, well, that's the boss's problem that they don't have anybody, that they don't hire, that they don't have backup. Not your problem. But then you'll get guilted into working, you know, 48, 60 hours a week. And it's like, if you put boundaries up and say no... I can't do that. I I got hired to do my 312s or my 58s and I'm not doing any more than that. And then they get upset with you. It's like that means that your boundary was good. It's in place for a reason for you, not for them. You know, if it's like a family member that, you know, is just a little toxic that you know, you have to be like, "You know what? I saw you on Saturday and I need to like have a week away because, you know, you're like a little dementor from Harry Potter and you suck my will to live." And if that upsets them, it's like again, that's like a good boundary that's in place. I'm trying to wrap this around to what I originally started talking about. We'll see if I get there. My ADD's on fleek today. <laughs> I don't think I use that right, but that's all right. But anyways, it's just basically I was looking at like what to do for, oh, with the boundaries in place with COVID. Now that it's lifting. Gotta love when I forget to shut my alarms off. Now that the, ba like things are lifting and, you know, restrictions, people are getting out there, especially in other states and I'm sure it'll be coming here shortly. Like, I won't have that anymore to rely on. I won't have it to be like, oh, you can't come over because, you know, uh, we're under quarantine. Mark works with COVID people. I work with COVID people. Like, you know, we can't have people over. Like, I totally have been using that for the last year. And uh, now I won't have that in place. So it's going to have to be on me to set those boundaries up and do things that will kind of keep my little safety net around me. So it's very interesting. Boundaries are tricky if you grew up with people not having good boundaries. And I'm telling you, it's hard for me to navigate putting those boundaries up. I watch people that I've known forever struggle with putting boundaries up with their toxic family members, with their jobs, with their friends. And just to give you an idea of how horrible I am with boundaries. So I told you I'm trying to pass a kidney stone. I've got appointments this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, possibly today, because I called because I want to see if they'll order... Um, uh, not a CT because I, I know what it feels like when you're passing a kidney stone, but I want to be positive. It's not like obstructing again, one of my ureters like last time and I won't need lithotripsy. I just want to know what size this thing is. It's not currently hurting. So I don't you know know where it could be at, but uh, 
so maybe it's just Thursday this week. I have no appointment. And um, my family member that had a house fire last week, I called them to ask what I could do to help. And they're like, oh, I might get a new place. I'll let you know Monday and I might need help cleaning it out. And I'm like, oh yeah, I could do that. And then I'm like, um, and I'm trying to like, my appointments are during the morning. So on these days I could do it in the afternoon. Thursday, I'm pretty much free. Friday, not at all. And I'm like giving them my whole list of things that they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, basically I could help you from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Thursday. And I'm like laughing about it. And then telling them, you know, I'm trying to pass a kidney stone right now. I don't know how big it is. And if I'm going to end up hospitalized again, which I really hope not, because last time I was, because I had like hydronephrosis and my labs were all askewy. And that was, you know, so I'm really hoping that's not it. But, um, and like here I'm dealing with all this and that's my first instinct cause I'm a helper and I'm just like, oh, let me see. Yes, I can come over and help you clean. I can also homeschool and then get the boys and we can figure this, I can figure it out. I could just keep adding more to my schedule. So I'm really terrible about that. And I don't know if anybody's listening that needs to hear that message. You know, it's good to be a helper. That's probably why most of us choose the jobs we do to like, if you are a helper, like you pick a job in healthcare to help other people. But something that we really, I think, need to learn as helpers is to set some fucking boundaries because you want to help everybody. You want to help everybody and like get to the root of why is that? Why do you want to help everybody? Because it makes you feel a little good to be a helper because you've been in situations where nobody helped you and you want to be there to like rescue everybody. It's a very interesting thing to look into. And I'm so sorry about all my buzzings and alerts today, but, uh, it's just something to look into and it's something that I'm really struggling with to put boundaries up. Like in the last year I had crazy enough stuff happen that I was like firmly no. It was actually this time last year. Knock, knock. Yeah, it was. Sorry. It was this time last year. My phone just went crazy on me that I had something kind of traumatic happen in our own family. And at the time I was considered part-time at work, but I was still working full-time hours. Like I was still picking up a 12 hour shift because, you know, it's not full-time. And if they needed a hole filled, I was like, yeah, I'll help out. So even at this time last year, I was considered part-time, but I still was working full-time hours. And finally I had to put that boundary up. I had something bad happen in my own home and I'm like, no, two days a week. That's all I'm working. And I need to work all weekends. Everybody give me up your weekends, which was not a hard sell because nobody likes working weekends. But yeah, I worked every weekend to try to take care of my home life through the week. And then it wasn't until fall came around that I'm like, you know what? I want to be PRN. And even being PRN all the way up until November, September, October, I still was working part-time hours because I was trying to be helpful and so they got the part-time position filled. And it's just so funny how like I just look at like all these things that I keep doing for other people and I, I just need to set better boundaries. So if you're struggling with that, it's just something to think on to wrap up this month. And I do believe it kind of speaks to feminism too, because I think that women are socially trained more than men to be the helpers, to be the caretakers, because in a patriarchal society, women, you know, we bear the children, we take care of them, we cook, we clean, and people have these gender roles, these antiquated gender roles. And I really think the only way we can like get rid of those is to raise our boys up like we raise our girls up. Everybody's terrified to do that. They are. They don't want their boys to have any feminine traits because we view femininity as weak in our culture. We do. If we didn't, we wouldn't be afraid to raise our boys up to be a little softer. I'm thinking we might have like, you know, not a high incidence of male violence if we raised our boys up like we raise our daughters up. And I'm honestly doing that. I'm doing my part. I'm raising all three of my boys the way that I was raised. <laughs> so it's just, uh, I mean, hopefully with some improvements, right? But that's just kind of my takeaway for the rest of this month is just boundaries, 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 set them up with people. If you are a, what's that whole thing? Um, givers need to set 
boundaries because takers never do. Like people will see you struggling and they'll still ask you to do things for them. And those people aren't good people for you. And like I said, whether it's your work, whether it's your family, your friends, like you need to set boundaries with that toxic, with those toxic people, those toxic environments. I've been doing it. And it's something I still struggle to do because I'm a helper. So if somebody's texting me about some drama, like, yeah, I'm all in. What do you need? You need to ride here. And I'm trying to figure out how to do it in my overscheduled world already. And I'm lucky I have a partner who is also a helper because he he's trying to help me to like not be so crazy. And then I try to like, at least it's somewhat even it feels like between me and him. You know, there's days where I'm trying to help him out, deal with his crazy. And then there's days he's trying to help me right now. I feel like I'm the focus because I'm going through menopause and having all this crazy shit happen. But you know, his turn will be next. You know, that's just how we go back and forth for 20 years. So set limits, take care of yourselves. And you really have to be your own advocate. You know how like we're a patient advocate as a nurse, like you have to be your own advocate because your bosses aren't going to be, they're not going to be like, Hey, I noticed you pulled like, you know, wow, you did 48 hours last week and then 60 the week before. I I don't want to ask you, I'm going to ask somebody else. No, they're going to ask you because they know you're always going to say yes. So they're not going to set any limits. You have to set that limit. Same thing with your family members always coming over maybe or, you know, oh, you'll do dinner at your house, right? Because, you know, everybody wants to come over to your house. And then you're just like, oh, I get, oh, it'll be easy. We'll do everything. But it's still people in your house. You got to clean before, you got to clean after. And it's just, I'm trying to think of other scenarios where this could happen. If you have friends that are always calling you to vent, I mean, it's great. You know, I've got people that call me to vent all the time. I'm literally like, one of my girlfriends told me the first person she thought to call was me when she was having a breakdown. You do feel good that people come to you for that. But at the same time, you know, at some point, you don't want to be everybody's therapist. You know, people have to take accountability for their own stuff and they need to talk to a therapist. You know, they need to. And I get that not everybody has the money. The insurance sucks. There's places that do sliding scale. I'm just going to put that out there. You could call around. You could check. But I just feel like everybody would benefit from some therapy and setting up boundaries in their life. So that's my spiel for the end of this month. Next month, like I said, there's so many things. I literally have a list of things I want to do, like whether it's try Pinterest activities, whether it's trying to get more into gardening and probably killing things. Like, you know, just looking at April as like, I have this whole month I could do whatever I want. It's kind of really exciting for me. As long as I pass this fucking stone, it's going to be really exciting for me. Other than the normal dentist and orthodontist visits we have. So take care of yourself, set some boundaries, please find one toxic area in your life where you need to set boundaries and work towards it and you'll be so much happier.